0: Welcome to Real Love, Real Talk, presented by Start Strong, and we're kicking off our podcast by talking about the many different types of relationships teens have. If this is interesting to you, stick around. We think you're in for a really thought-provoking conversation. Some of the topics in this episode can be triggering to listeners due to content about violence and injustice. Additionally, this podcast contains profane and explicit language. Please take care of yourselves and if needed, reach out to a trusted adult, friend, or family member. The young people in these episodes have a long-standing working relationship with Start Strong and have experience discussing these sensitive topics with trained staff. If you are concerned about your relationship or have concerns about a friend or a family member, please refer to a local agency or visit thehallsboston.com for more information. Hi, my name is Takiya. I'm one of the program managers with Start Strong. Thank you for joining us today. On today's episode of Real Love, Real Talk, I'll be joined by two of my lovely peer leaders, Nora and Olivia, and they'll be discussing types of relationships. I'm going to pass things over to Norda. Norda, please introduce yourself.
1: My name is Norda. I'm 18 years old and I'm in the 12th grade.
2: My name is Olivia. I'm in the 12th grade and I'm 17 years old.
0: Thank you. Norda, do you mind telling me um, a little bit about why you think this topic is important for us to discuss today?
1: Um, I feel like discussing informal and formal relationships is very important especially in our generation right now because um, a lot of things have changed in the past couple years and there has been like a lot of new relationships that have been adapting and coming to the media. So I feel like it's important for the youth and um, adults to know about what's going on.
0: Wonderful. Olivia, you want to give your input on that as well?
2: Yeah, I think it's important to talk about things like this because sort of similar to what Nortis said, like the generation that we're and now it's way different it's like everything. Like we have technology and everything now. So it makes things very different with relationships, I feel like. So I think some people need to learn more about what to do in a relationship, what types of relationships there are, so they can like do good when down in
0: the real world. Yeah, that's that's fabulous. And you're right. You know, there's a lot of differences between the types of relationships and the way that people maybe in my generation engaged versus what the experiences are that um, people in your generation are having. Even though, you know, there's still a multitude of relationships and we, we know them all, but still the way we engage is different. And you both kind of touched on the technology piece. So that's really good. Um, Nora, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind listing off maybe some types of Informal relationships that you're aware of? Um, Some
1: informal relationships I feel like would be um, Some random hookups that you know You just meet someone on the street And then you guys just go Either hang out with each other Go out to eat or just have like any sexual relationships I feel like that's kind of like an informal relationship um, Or Just like You know just talking to someone you don't know
0: Okay so like a random hookup or just hooking up. So yeah. there's that. And then there's like maybe meeting somebody that you didn't you don't really you're not too familiar with or whatever, but it's just someone that you're like loosely dating. Okay. Is there any other type of like informal relationship?
1: Um I feel like um having like a sugar daddy type of relationship is informal.
0: Okay. Um and say more about why you think
1: that um I feel like it's informal simply because like of the age gap in between the two people um sometimes it is adults with an older person or it can even be um a younger person with an older person I feel like it's informal to have like an age gap or even just like the um agreements that are involved into the relationship
0: yeah, and we're going to circle back to that. That's a really good point. So when we think about the types of formal versus informal relationships, you're saying like hookups, um, things where maybe, you know, money might be exchanged or like the sugar daddy, sugar baby type of situation, Um, anything that doesn't, it sounds like anything that doesn't have like a, a title on it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass it over to Olivia to see what she has to say about. Formal relationships, so that way we can compare and contrast the list that y'all came up with. Olivia, you want to let us know about um, formal relationships?
2: Um, yeah. So some formal relationships I see are boyfriend and girlfriend, or girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend and boyfriend, um, wife and husband. If we're not talking romantically, um, employee and boss, teacher and student. I think. Formal relationships are ones where things are exclusive between the two partners romantically Like in exclusive relationships. Romantic relationships there's also sort of implicit rules in place as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that you really got at that. Um, exactly. And so the, the difference that I'm hearing you say is that what makes something a formal relationship is that you have rules in place and that yeah. both partners kind of agree to these things. And I also heard you mentioning like the title, um, Boyfriend and girlfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend and boyfriend, married things like that. Um, and Norda, you were kind of saying things on the other end where it seems like things might be a little bit more loose. Where you were saying like you're just hooking up, um, not really mentioning the, a title, and you kind of said the like sugar daddy, sh- sugar daddy, sugar baby um, type of relationship. Yeah,
1: like a uh, no strings attached type of relationship. Like there's nothing else
0: involved. Um, And of the relationships that you both listed, what kinds of relationships do you see young people within your age range most engaging in? Um, Are you noticing that they're engaging in more formal relationships or informal relationships?
1: Um, I feel like a lot of teenagers right now are like getting into a lot of informal relationships a lot of people say they can't do like commitments. so they just tend to like do hookups or like just not anything serious nothing like that has a title on it
2: okay
0: olivia what would you say
2: um i agree i see that a lot i think lots of people my age nowadays they try and do a formal relationship like boyfriend and girlfriend girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend and boyfriend, but I feel like it doesn't really work out. So they just decide to forget the commitment and go to it and inform a relationship because it's easier.
0: Okay. And with that said, I think we're going to pause right here and kind of switch gears and talk a little bit about the rules that you mentioned earlier, Olivia, um, and the no strings attached that you were mentioning Norda, to kind of discuss how people in your age range are navigating relationships, either setting up rules or not setting up rules. And what you all, from what you know as young experts in teen dating violence, um, to be helpful for young people to think about as they navigate the different types of relationships. Um, Olivia, I guess I'll start with you. Would you tell me a little bit about um, maybe why you think it's important for young people to set up rules or if they're doing that? within their relationships
2: um i think it's important because i see a lot of people get hurt and there's posts on social media that's like oh this is my last relationship before you know i start going wild this and that and it's like you should not be having to do that at 16 17 18 like that just seems like like wild to me because it's like we have so much time but here you are not wanting to be in any relationship ever again because of what one person did to you. And I'm not saying, like, they're dramatic because your feelings are your feelings, but it's, like, be realistic, you know? And so I think having... I think more teenagers need to realize what these rules are in formal relationships before they get into one because, for example, I see also lots of teenagers say, like... For example, let's say a boyfriend and a girlfriend, right? The boyfriend will be like, oh, we don't have a title. Like, you're not my girlfriend, but, you know, you're my girl, you're mine. So that's one, sort of controlling. And two, it's like, you're trying to have a formal relationship without having a formal relationship. And that's like, doesn't even make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's why rules are one, really important and that it needs to be, I guess, taught
0: more. Yeah, so... Um, that's really a really a good point right that this gray area and that if both people aren't on the same page like what does that mean and like how do you navigate that or that it could lead to like hurt feelings like you were mentioning um Norda do you think that there is an instance where something may seem like an informal relationship since we since you were speaking about that in the beginning but actually um could possibly be formal so like is there an instance where maybe just hooking up like are there rules to the hooking up
1: um I feel like it comes with communication so as long as everybody's on the same page like both parties in the relationship or even more parties in the relationship as long as everyone is on the same page I feel like it's fine there's like set boundaries I feel like a lot of people forget to set boundaries in the relationship or like between themselves and the other person and they just try to forcefully go into something that they're not ready for. So I feel like having good communication and letting each other know what you guys are trying to get out of the relationship is very important.
0: Yeah. Communication, boundary setting, um, agreeing on the rules. and that, That's what I'm hearing you all say. And I think those are really key points when discussing relationships. Um, it sounds like y'all are also saying, well, what's coming out for me, list listening, that it may be a formal relationship, or informal relationship but still kind of this communication and agreeing on the boundaries are important points um which kind of leads me to um the next question do you both agree with the list that you list that you both came up with and is there anything you would want to add so Norta would you want to add any relationship to Olivia's list of formal relationships
1: um I would say like the when
0: I had mentioned like the sugar daddy
1: and sugar baby relationship I feel like some people can argue that it can be a formal relationship um but only if you set boundaries and have like communication with the other person on what you guys are both trying to get out of this type of relationship
0: yes and then earlier you mentioned that that age gap um could be problematic yeah it's a, a younger way younger person with an older person um that that could definitely pose some problems why would that pose problems
1: um I would say especially if the person is under 18 that is illegal and the older person is obviously over 18 maybe in like their 50s or 60s that is illegal and they can get into really big trouble because of that and um if the person is of age, like, 18 or older, I still feel like it can be something dangerous because they don't know the person's intentions and they don't really know, like, the person can say they want something, but that can also escalate and go into, like, many other things.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's a great um, point to mention. And that can happen in lots of relationships, right? Where you have money or age gaps and things like that that are involved, where maybe the young person... Um, doesn't have the same decision-making power or hold the same amount of power in a relationship as the person that's maybe dangling money over them or has that age difference and they're making that young person feel like they have to do certain things in this relationship because they maybe accepted money or because they're hanging out. So it may be an instance where a young person starts off a relationship one way, but then um, things kind of spiral out of their control um, Olivia do you have anything you want to add to this topic that me and Norder are discussing or any other types of relationships that you would want to add to Norda's list of informal relationships
2: um Norder to your point about escalating I think that's exactly why sugar baby and sugar daddy are like like sexual work I guess relationships should stay as informal because like you were saying before I think with informal relationships, it's very easy for boundaries to be, like, overstepped, which I don't think... It can happen in informal relationships, but when you have those rules in place, it's, like, pretty hard, unless you're, like, just, you know? But, yeah, I think that's the thing about informal relationships, like, boundaries... About ba- Your boundaries are there, and their boundaries are there, but are they really ever spoken about? Not really, because it's, like, sort of something quick between you and that person. So... I think when things like, okay, like sugar daddy, sugar baby, like a prostitute and like a man or a woman, things like that, I think they can be formal if they work out well, like if they do set rules in place. But I don't think that's true most of the time, honestly. So I think it also, it can like, things can become very illegal, like you said. So it's like, of course, if it's illegal, it's not formal anymore, you know?
0: Absolutely. That caveat about a young person's um, ability to, like, um, be a participating person in that relationship where they have equal agency, they're on equal footing with the person. And of course, you know, a young person cannot consent if they are way younger and the person is older. And an important thing that we have to discuss here and all the relationships that we're talking about is consent. And communication and consent is that young person having the agency, the self-agency and the power to say, this is a relationship that I would like to have or end, or this is how I would like the relationship to go. And for those feelings and decisions to be respected by the person that they are in partnership with. And that's something that goes for all types of relationships, right? Even married couples, the the ones that you all traditionally listed as um, formal, no matter what, it's a constant negotiation around um, what your boundaries are, um, the ability to communicate those boundaries and to have those wishes respected. And that's something that happens across the board. Um, I think, Norda, you had mentioned briefly, like with the hooking up, um, is there that even those relationships, people have to come to an agreement on, do we want to hook up? What do we want to do? How often do we want to hook up? Like what's going to happen
1: after? What's like, is this the only time we're going to do this? Is, there, is this like a routine thing like and I feel like um this is like aside from this topic but I feel like a lot of people forget sometimes that it's okay to say no to things
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah say more about that the both of you like say more about the, the it being okay to say no
1: like I feel like if it if we're bringing it back to like the sugar baby sugar daddy relationship like I understand that sometimes it will come like with rules or like boundaries but I feel like the other party can say no. If they don't want to do something, they really don't have to do it. Even if like money's over their head or like anything else. I feel like if you don't want to do something, you really don't have to do it. Even like in a formal relationship, like a married relation, Like if you're married to somebody, I feel like even though you guys are married, that still doesn't, the other person does not have the power to like make you do anything. If you do not feel like doing anything, then you can say no to it.
2: I was gonna say the same thing about marriage. Like I think with former relationships, people automatically think, um, this person can do anything to you, with you. You guys are married, right? But that's like that's not how it works. Like you're still your own person. If you don't like something, then you don't like something. You shouldn't force yourself to like something because your partner likes something. That's not the point of marriage.
0: Yeah, I think what you guys are talking about is personal agency and um how a person feels that they can operate in their relationship. And that it's important for a person to remember that you know they can say no, and that they don't want to do something, whether that's a sexual thing or whether it's right down to like I like this or don't like this. That that person in a relationship should have the power to be themselves fully, no matter what. I think the important um, caveat to mention here, because we since we were talking about the sugar daddy, sugar baby thing, is that when you add money and when you add um, age gaps and, and different things like that where a person might have more power than the other person in a relationship, then we have that imbalance, right? And that might make it harder for a person to exert their agency and, and be empowered in that um, instance because this other person is kind of like holding something over them. It may make them feel as though, um, you know, they, they can't exercise their agency fully. Um, and so that's something to think about as young people moving through the dating world, whether you're dating someone, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, um, sugar baby, sugar daddy instance, but it could be any type of instance. Maybe the person has more money than you in the relationship. Maybe they're a year or two older than you in a relationship, different things where the person could be holding that over you and making you feel like you cannot say no or you have to do what they want you to do. It's one of those things where being aware of that, um, and knowing when to reach out for help if you find yourself in a situation where you don't feel like you can say no and you don't feel like you can make the decisions that you would normally make um, without that partner around. is there any type of relationship that you would maybe want to add in the middle or something that we missed?
1: Um, I could also say friendships. Friendships are relationships. Mm, yeah. So it can't... I feel like everything that we said about, like, sexual or like favorable relationships also apply to friendships or like anything of that sort honestly
2: yeah I think Olivia I
0: heard you agreeing with Norda do you want to add anything
2: yeah I think friendship is more of an informal relationship only because I think when you're friends with somebody like you don't just go to that friend and be like here's what we're gonna do and like like that's weird like you just become friends with somebody because you're like like how they are right mm-hmm. but there's also things you know you shouldn't do as a friend because of what your definition of, of a friend is and what their definition of a friend is so it's like when i say like that sort of does sound formal but it's like i don't think it's as formal as something like marriage or like boyfriend and girlfriend that's sort of why i say that hmm
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hearing you all say that there's lots of different relationships that people can have and lots of different instances where you're discussing your boundaries and communicating with, you know, the person that you're keeping close to you, whether that's a romantic involvement or whether it's a friendship type of involvement and even think about the ways that you relate to your friends, like as a good kind of jumping off point for like maybe how you would want to relate to a partner or Mm -hmm. how you want a partner to relate to you which I think are really great messages. Um, Before we wrap things up, I'm wondering if this activity made you reflect on your current um, or past relationships, um, whether they're friendships or whether they were, you know, maybe just talking to someone or whatever, you don't have to get like too personal into it, but like, did it make you reflect at all? And do you think this is useful for other young people listening?
2: Um, I think it made me realize that my relationships in the past, like friendships or like something romantic, didn't work because of what we were talking about with boundaries and rules like those weren't really in place as much as they should have been, and I think this could really help open up lots of eyes of people our age today um for me, I feel like
1: it didn't help me open up my eyes. I feel like I'm um, looking back at like even just friendships in general or relationships that I have been in. Like, I feel like when it came to friendships um, sometimes we weren't on the same page. And I feel like it's important to be on the same page, even though you can look at a friendship as informal or a formal relationship. I feel like it's good to know, like some people have the mindset of we're friends for only this sole reason. Like, Mm -hmm. some people have a friendship for one reason. Like, they could say, oh, I'm just friends with this person just to get some homework. Or, like, I'm friends with this person because I know they're going to be willing to, like, go out with me. So I feel like it's important to know what type of friends you have and where you guys are trying to make this friendship go. Um, And I do feel like it's important for teens like us and even adults to hear about situations like these because I feel like a lot of people don't even know what's going on in teenagers' lives right now, so I feel like it's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: coming from us, I feel like it is important, like, it's an, it's an inside scoop, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. So before we go, then, on that note the, of the inside scoop, what do you want adults to take away from this conversation?
1: Have conversations with your teens, like, don't be mm-hmm. as mental. I feel like we think that our parents are going to judge us for stuff that we do say or, like, stuff that we want to talk about with them, so I feel like just listening, having conversations, like genuine conversations really will like have us open up to, have open up to them.
2: I agree
0: 100%. All right. Well, thank you both so much for all of your insights today and for dropping the, the inside scoop for all the adults out there listening and supporting young people who are, you know, having the relationships that you all talked about and kind of really shedding light on that. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you all for listening to the Real Love, Real Talk podcast. Catch us around for the next episode. Thanks for listening to Real Love, Real Talk presented by Start Strong. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like and share wherever you get your podcasts.